Welcome everyone back to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Summit. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling again, and I am so excited to have my next guest, Sunitha Sandeep. Let me tell you a little bit about Sunitha. She has such an impressive background. She is a TEDx speaker and a trauma-informed transformational coach, helping high-achieving and high-functioning women break free from their inner struggles of anxiety, overwhelm, burnout, and fear to reach higher potential in their professional success with deep personal fulfillment. She's a certified meditation mindfulness therapist, positive psychology practitioner, trauma support specialist, spiritual coach, and an integrative wellness, inner transformational coach. She is also a technical corporate leader, multi-pageant winner, Mrs. India, Maryland, uh, for DC, Maryland in 2021 and Mrs. India USA runner up in 2022. She's a singer, a wife and a mom. As a thought leader, she has been actively challenging the cultural fallacy that stress, struggle, and burnout are prerequisites for creativity, happiness, and success. And her mission is to explore and unleash human potential using ancient wisdom, scientific healing, and conscious embodiment. Please join me in welcoming Sunitha. Hello, my dear. Hello, Wiki. Thank you. That was a long intro. I know, (laughs) but you have so many great, great things. I wanted to share that. So so share, share with everybody what part of the country you live in now. I'm in Northern Virginia, way close to DC. Um, Today's weather is about 45, but uh, (laughs) it's so windy here. Um, So, so it's, we're just getting through the the, the cold, hopefully yeah. pretty soon. It's funny in Georgia here, the sun is out and it looks like it's such a gorgeous day, but I'm thinking it's probably in the forties too. In the, <laughs> it looks that way though. It's kind of deceiving. <laughs> so what are, why are high achievers, this goal that we all are searching for so unhappy? Oh my God. Yeah. A long, a long answer for this uh, simple yet um, short question. We probably, as high achievers or or high functioning women, ambitious women, um, high performing women, or or even men, I think we probably set our goals at 17 or 18 years old. And then for some reason, we were conditioned to believe that if we reach this goal, it's a happy life ever after. But then we did everything that we needed to do. And so along the way, we also develop patterns of being perfectionist, mm-hmm. of always people pleasing, mm-hmm. of chasing success no matter what, becoming a success addict. Um, <laughs> always like a recognition craver. So along the way, because all of these things really helped us, these patterns, these archetypal patterns helped us to reach that stage in our life 
as a success criteria that we set forth when we were 18 or 19 years old. But then we reached that stage. And somehow I feel this happening more common in women, maybe even men, but, but I, I work with a lot of women. So by the time they reach about 35, 40, house, relationship is, is good, the married, kids, everything feels like a success on the outside. Yet they have been disconnected to who they truly are from within. So that the disconnection becomes like a catalyst for all of the women. And it shows up as unhappiness. It shows up as frustration, burnout, stress, dissatisfaction, feeling stuck, incompleteness. Until the person goes back to who they are, more connected deeply mm. to themselves, I think the suffering will always be there. Wow. And that is so true. I remember when I was probably 18, 17, 18, just, um, um, I guess it was when I was 18, senior in high school. Yeah. And I was thinking, I have to go create my five-year plan. I created a five-year <laughs> plan. Of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, this was in the 70s. So that's what we did. So I created my five-year plan. Is that plan anything like what I've done in my life? No. Yeah. Could that have been an opportunity for me to be depressed, anxious, because I wasn't achieving that? Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, so true. And what I have learned, Wiki, is that the, the, the criteria or the success definition needs to keep changing. Yeah. And it needs to keep changing, not even like you're, you're down the lane, right? And... And somehow the criteria of success, we make it as a goal that needs to be achieved. Mm -hmm. So from point A to point B, and then only when we reach point B is when we classify that as a yes or no, right? Oh, okay, achieved, yes, no, failure, right? Mm. But then, and I think it's, it's the conditioning, it's the cultural conditioning, because throughout our childhood days and early adulthood, people only praised us for hitting that path and successfully hitting that path. So we somehow developed that going there successfully is the only way out. Otherwise, something is wrong with me. But then it is good if we are able to succeed most of the time. And that's probably for a lot of high achievers. We somehow make sure that we succeed. However, what happens, the caveat there, the dark side to that is because we associate only success for anything that we drive, we become so scared mm -hmm. to go out and try out different things. Life just becomes like a cage. It's like a golden cage that is surrounding us. <laughs> it, everything is good, but I want to get out of the cage. I can't do it because I fear, fear failure. Yeah. And I've never tasted failure. A lot of people never tasted failure, right? That, that, that's the fear that is going on. You know, that is so true. Um, as a project manager, the last probably eight years, I went from traditional rain waterfall projects to yeah. agile, where you were encouraged to try and fail, learn from what you did, adjust. And it was always difficult for those high achievers, those perfectionists, 
to really embrace that because yeah. they hated the idea that there was going to be a potential miss or fail in exactly. that process. Yeah, yeah. I think the fear of failure, and I think a lot of times the, the fear of failure, again, boils down. And, and then if we can go a little bit deeper into it for a lot of um, high achieving or high functioning people, the fear of failure, again, is, is almost like a symptom, but then mm -hmm. at the deeper layers, yeah. it's the fear of being worthless. Because yeah. somehow we identify as high achievers, we identify our worth is only based on achieving. So there's an identity aspect now that is getting questioned. And it's very difficult because if somebody comes to my identity, I will do anything. My mind will do anything. My heart will do anything. My body, my nervous system is going to do anything to protect that identity. So mm -hmm. imagine if our identity is stuck in that always achieving, yeah. always successful, no mm -hmm. failure. So yeah. it becomes so difficult. As I told you, it becomes like a prison. We just can't. And, and even we want to, our minds are okay. We do all the mindset training. We do all the emotional intelligence. Still, the body holds you back. Mm -hmm. the, the nervous system holds you back. You can't. And I always see these opposing forces that are happening. I want to, and I know I need to, yet something just pulls me back. And I don't know what it is. And when people say this, it's like, yes, yes. And, and that makes me think of, you know, tapping into this feminine potential as a high achiever, that emotional intelligence, the empathy that we seem to naturally embrace and have is different than maybe the majority of those leaders around us that we have been emulating, modeling mm -hmm. for the last 20 years it's different than they do. How can yeah. we tap into that and excel rather than think we're less? Yeah. So um, the the natural progression for us as human, as we the evolution goes, is the 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 victim level where we feel we have absolutely no control. Then the next stage that we are taught is to go and chase after everything that you want, and then we do a lot of these controlling practices: the right attitude, the positive attitude, the the right awareness. Where do you need to put your attention on? Mm -hmm. We do a lot of these things, but then the driver behind why we do what we do is coming from a place of conditioned behavior. Just because my mom told me, just because my father told me, just because my culture told me, my country told me, or my um, whatever, like, like my set of people, my community told me. But then we still do it. We know how the doing needs to work. We know we, we are pretty, pretty uh, exceptional in those. We know how to get things done. But then I think the, the further evolution that I'm seeing in a lot of these high potential people, um, uh, and, and I usually call high potential because something within them tells them that they can do more, not like a do more in the sense, achieve more and do more, mm -hmm. but experience life in a completely different perspective, mm -hmm. multi-dimensional perspective. And that's why I use the word potential. Um, and I feel every person has this innate potential, this innate intelligence. We can we can express ourselves more. We can have life experiences differently. We can 
see things from different perspective and we all have that limitless potential that that's what i call it as when i see like the peak potential yeah the shift to the peak potential now starts <clears throat> in the first step in accepting mm-hmm. embracing and allowing and willingly allowing yeah. everything yeah. willingness and i think that willingness is the number one step to transfer or transform or to get transmuted into the feminine potential into the feminine energy and i think we women are naturally that creative willing tender vulnerable open accepting empathy compassion love presence all of these come shift from a masculine to this feminine mm. potential that is what it is and the minute we shift into these expressions of the energy which i call which is more feminine energy mm-hmm. the minute the, the the our consciousness or the energy starts expressing in this way something within just relaxes our nervous system mm-hmm. relaxes our body relaxes we just tend to settle down a bit and the minute we settle down is when the innate intelligence starts talking uh-huh. to us we become an instrument so is this why women today are so burned out that yeah extreme high masculinity extreme high um chasing and doing things extreme multitasking mm-hmm. um not able to set boundaries or extremely strict boundaries i think i think if you are on either side of the spectrum complete like absolutely no boundaries and allowing everything versus i have so rigid boundaries that i'm not going to allow anybody both mm-hmm. of these and the um this is probably and and the and the and the social media is not helping either no. <laughs> we see this um do it all women kind of an avatar right mm-hmm. and then we keep looking at them and then saying oh there's more for me to do but then we are operating we think we are operating at this level but there is more to do mm-hmm. and then this gap is always there and i call it as the do it all discrepancy mm-hmm. and the more we get more information that comes to us more things are happening around us the more the more the more there is there is more discrepancy there's more gap between yeah. the, the 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 big avatar the illusory avatar mm-hmm. that we think we need to be versus what we are doing and somewhere i think we have forgotten to just be present to our normal day to day world um which is where which is which is where the 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 manure is or or the soil is mm-hmm. for our next level potential and and we we somehow forget that we just want to go from a masculine to do everything that we can to to get into that peak potential that we think mm-hmm. and then the path to that is more more presence more relaxed more calm more peace more mm-hmm. content and then something within starts operating. I I so agree with that and I I think Marcy McDonald talked about that a little bit earlier about being in the present and really, you know, we used to say 
taken time to smell the roses, but it is true. You know, um, I often talk about the fact that, you know, with my grandsons that are so technologically advanced for three and six or or seven years old. But one of the things that I have to to work with them sometimes is to say, okay, all we're going to do is like lay on the grass and look at the the clouds and like, what do we see? I mean, put it a one in comments if you ever did that, (laughs) where you you says, oh, that cloud looks like a rabbit or that cloud looks like a frog or something. But you know, today everybody's go, go, go with all of the schedules. And as a working mom, it's just one of those things where you go crazy, right? Yeah, completely. And and most of the women um, have this, uh, I call it as a five piece struggle. Uh, they're, they're, they're stuck between this Pentagon of profession, parenting, being a partner, trying to go after their passion or trying to go like look for their purpose and that they're always struggling between these all, all, all the all the time it's like they go here but then they fall back here but then they can't get there and they can't get here um, and the the answer to that is not to be in the center always and then try to find balance between all the five and then somehow make everything happen mm-hmm. the balance is or the or the harmony is to shift a little bit more into our feminine energy, the expression of that. Because now what happens is that being Mm. will guide you what you need to be doing in the world. And it may look like somebody who is an entrepreneur, who can do a lot of things, who's going and changing the world, or it can look like somebody who's walking barefoot Mm. on the grass. It could be like a corporate woman and like with, with like, you know, um, leading, leading like or being an entrepreneur, being a CEO of like 10,000 people um, company. Or it could be a mother yeah. taking care and loving her journey, taking care of her kids. It could be either. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things when I was young in corporate, um, you know, I've always had this high energy and always loved yeah. to do and do and do, but I would have bosses or um, co-workers that would say, stop, I, you know, we, we don't want to do that. You're setting a precedence. And it always bothered me because I thought, I never told you that you had to do like I'm doing. Yeah. I'm happy the way you run the things, but this is what I, I find fulfillment. This is what yeah. I love. And why should I hamper that yeah yeah because it's not what you want yeah and 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 that that is so so a lot of people with 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 good amount of excellence face this early in their um um childhood days um and and i call it like the excellence um the the dark side of being excellent or dark side of high performing because there is First of all, sometimes you can get snubbed mm. for performing. And, and there could also be um, that you yourself feel that that you you feel like an outlier. Mm. Oh, what, what is happening? Like, you know, and then sometimes with the fear of not being attached to those people, those set of friends, mm. you try to subdue or snub yourself from being your full expression because you feel you can get disconnected from them um it's or it's 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 sometimes 
nobody recognizes that because you, you keep performing so well again and again, it becomes like a normal thing. Mm. And then you need to keep performing more because now you're looking for that recognition from people and, and nobody, nobody, nobody gives it it. you're always, you're always that way. <laughs> so, you know, thinking about that, why do we suffer even though we've achieved, we talked yeah. earlier today about gratitude journals and things like that, but as, as high achievers and women in the workforce today, why are we suffering? Yeah, yeah. Just I think we are holding on to the previously defined success criteria. We're just holding on to it or we are pushing away or we are resisting to what the world is giving us, the opportunities, the situations. So for me, suffering comes by on doing only two things. Either we we push, we resist things or we try to hold on, grab grasp mm-hmm. onto things so in, in the in the realm of high achievers and, and success and so on i think we we still always want to hold on to success and the minute we try to hold on to success which means we are throwing away so many opportunities and the reality that the life is offering us and that is a very deep place of suffering it's too mm-hmm. much because we are going against life yeah. And so often we women as well as men are we get in that job and it's not fulfilling us any longer. It yeah. really isn't challenging us, but we're afraid to move to that uncomfortableness, to that yeah. new challenge, to the change yeah. because we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. and as you said though, it could bring so many gifts and so many opportunities. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know. And, and, and then the, that's probably is the, the biggest fear, the, the fear of unknown. Yeah, for sure. I think change is, is something that is always difficult. The last two years forced us to change yeah. faster than we would have. I think that we wouldn't be doing things like this today if we didn't have COVID. Exactly. But look at the benefits that we received from that. I know. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Like, like I think the whole world is coming together yeah. um, and we, we discover the potential that's hidden in the internet in, 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 a, in a better way, in a more yeah. positive way. Right. Yeah. Well, it is time now for you to share what your free gift to all of our attendees is today. So if you could just take a few moments and let us know what they are going to receive. Yeah, so I have two free gifts. One is the one-hour masterclass. It's a free masterclass. I talk about the five shifts that women um, uh, might want to go through to take them from a place of severe anxiety or or there is absolutely like no clarity. There's if there is confusion in their life or they're getting burned out. They just feel stressed. Um, and and there and sometimes it can even lead to depression if it happens mm-hmm. in a longer time and burnout. Um, so if if they find themselves in that situation and then feeling stuck and incomplete, the five shifts process that can take them to a place which is more effortless, more coming intuitively, guidance coming from an intuitive place and more tapping into the truth and alignment 
from where the peak potential starts coming out. So I talk about the five shift process. Um, and then I also have an ebook that again talks a little bit about my journey and and again the the shift process that you can do today, right now, to to go to that place wherein you can you can even have higher professional success, but but with the deep personal inner fulfillment. So one of those is her VIP gift. So if you have not upgraded yet, you need to be able to do that right now. Uh, go grab that VIP upgrade as so you can get the video of all of the speakers today, as well as this wonderful gift that she has for you. And again, I appreciate you being here, Sunitha, sharing such great insights to all of us that are any type of leader, but especially those high-performing leaders. Thank you so much, Vicky. I'm so grateful to be here. So what would your final words, some the the nuggets that you want to have them leave with today? Yeah, um, the, the number one thing is start with acceptance, a deep acceptance to exactly the situation that you are in and see how life changes. Awesome. So thank you very much, everyone, for being here listening to uh, Sunitha. And next up is our keynote speaker, Adam Homey. So go ahead, take a break, get a glass of water or uh, something to drink, and join us back for the next hour where we're going to meet with Adam Homey.